Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. The Gray and Green Show is brought to you by Urban Obsession in downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street. If you're looking to get that herd did for the holidays, do it now. Because right now at Urban Obsession, they're offering half-off balayage services until November 15th. But you got to call and tell them that Rachel and Jackie sent you. Episode 54 of the Gray and Green Show. How you doing, Jack? I'm pretty good. How about yeah. you? I'm good. You got a lot of stuff going on right now. I like. Uh, first off, can I ask, yeah. are you okay? Uh, I'm alive. Okay. I'm still moving. Nothing, nothing too scary going on, but like you're, you're very stressed out. Yeah. So we are moving from our house. We've lived in for a little over four years. Yeah. And it sounds like that's not really that long, but we made that house a home quick and we got a lot of stuff in there. It's a two story. It's like 2,800 square feet house, foot house that we have to move out of by Friday. How much is done? Not much. Not much. Like most smart people would be like, oh, we're going to start packing because we're moving. Yeah. We were like, well, we'll wait till the week of. Oh, damn. Oh, we're so stupid. How much stuff do you have? To- oh, I know my that God. you like to shop. So I imagine that there's a lot in that house. It's sickening. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just Mm-mm. mean that like it's you bad. like to have things. It's bad. Well, clothes is normally is yes. really the only thing I buy. But okay. I had sold a bunch of clothes to a consignment store. So I'm actually, I still have a ton of clothes, but a lot less than I did have. And that's not okay. what I'm worried about packing. Throw those in a box. I'm good. It's like dishes and furniture and everything. Oh my God. Ugh. Okay. Take this as a lesson. If you have to move, do it quickly. Don't wait. It's horrible. Yes. It's I'm a horrible. crazy planner in that aspect. Like I think I would be losing my mind right now. Oh, like I told you, if you need me to watch Greenlee, I will. Oh. I mean that. Well, my mom has it right now. Yeah. And then I'm well, like tomorrow our boss is gone. So I don't well, have tomorrow our long meeting. We close. We're done. Oh. Tomorrow it's done. What about like unpacking though? Oh, we're not as concerned about that because, so basically tonight, our this is our big plan. Mm-hmm. It's probably stupid. I can't wait to hear it. Is, oh, <laughs> you're going to love it. Jim and his two buddies are going to our house. We have a U-Haul. And okay. they're going to go take the U-Haul to the new apartment and unpack everything that we've already loaded. Everything. Really? And they're going to set it all up while I'm at home with Greenlee. Okay. While I just box clothes. You have can, really nice friends. We I feel can like- put our own clothes away. I feel you know? like it's hard to get friends to help you move. Our we've got Jim's got some really good friends. He yeah. sounds like little little boy. They were all in our wedding. They Aaron's are, friends are like that yeah. too. He's had the same friends since he was like in second grade. Same with Jim. Yeah, since middle school, high school. Uh huh. Early, even elementary for some of them. That's awesome. But basically, one of them, Lance. I gotta give him a plug because our friend Lance will do anything. He'll do anything for a friend, and especially Jim. I love friends like he, that. Like, drops everything. Like, oh, yeah, you're selling the house. Guess you got to fix some stuff. I'll be over tonight. Brings his toolbox. That's amazing. Yeah, he's that guy that just uh-huh. helps with everything. So Jim called him last night. He's like, we got to move into the apartment. He goes, okay, be there tomorrow. We're, we're going to move stuff. He just is a he's very He's like go-getter. a part of the team. Yeah, he's he, there to he, help. He wants to help. Get it, Lance. Is he married? Yeah. He is? Yes. Good deal. So uh, his wife. I was going to say, if Lance is single, there's probably a lot of chicks out there that would look for a like, guy like ooh, that. Yeah. Ooh. Well, he's got his issues, too. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. His wife, Alex, would tell you. Damn. This is Lance. This is our favorite thing to joke about yeah. with Lance. Is he will help anyone who needs it. He will work tirelessly till our house is complete. His house. 
he's been working on for like a year and a half. Oh <laughs> like, my God. I bet his wife not, hates that. Uh, his wife, I'm sure she does. I'm yes. sure she does. Oh, that's so it, Their funny. house looks, is going to look awesome. When yeah. Done, though. It's badass. Right. We've actually been talking about moving lately because the market is booming around here. How much, not, I'm not going to ask you how much you sold your house for, but did you make money on the house? We because probably, well, before paying the realtor and everything, we probably made about 45000 That's amazing. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's a lot. My brother sold his house here in Grand Rapids as well, and he made 40 k on it. And that's, we made that after we took a 15 k cut from our asking price. That's amazing. Because our roof was shot. They did, dude, this was, this sucked. So we were on this timeline. We sold the house. We sold it in a day. And I, everyone's like, oh, we knew it would sell that quick. Actually, no. The market's starting to go down a little bit. And in Rockford, no one's buying. No one. Right. Because of the water contamination. Yeah, they've got this water so, thing going on in Rockford for those who are listening yeah, out of state. Yeah, if you're listening out of state, this Wolverine Worldwide thing happened. Yeah. They're like this big company here in Rockford, and they somehow the water got contaminated. I don't even know the whole ins and outs of it. They had wells that were being yes. tested. It's a big thing. Okay. So we do not have well water. We have city water. We're on the line. Nice. But no one's buying in Rockford. They're just not. Yeah. This whole thing is just a mess. So in our neighborhood... There are three or four houses up for sale that have been up there like months. No one's even though your city water, yeah, months. And it's also just because our realtor said people just aren't really buying. Rockford's not booming anymore. It was the cool place to go. Now it's not. Now people want Ada. It used to be the cool place. I want Forest Hills and Ada. Me too. Yes. So you know, Caledonia. That's actually booming. That's my dad's company is actually talking about buying land out there right now. Yeah. So Caledonia, those places are really growing. While Rockford's kind of like, eh, yeah. You know right. what I mean? So basically, I got lucky where a neighbor emailed me and was like, hey, my friend is look wants to live in Evergreen Meadows. That's where we live. Our yeah. neighborhood's called Evergreen Meadows. And they're in a really time crunch. Can they come look at your house? Because I had it was up for sale, but we didn't have any showings for one week. We like had this like, what's it called? In the contract, we said it's up for sale now, but no showings till Monday. Pretty much. Okay. So I said, tell her it's not ready to show, but she can come over. I don't care. So her friend came over and walked through it and saw our asking price, which was considerably lower than the neighbors, to be right. honest, which was still going to make us like 60 grand. Okay. And she said, we'll make an offer tonight. Walked away, made an offer tonight. And the house is sold. House is sold. Are you kidding me? The but, first person that came to see it, it wasn't even like officially listed. Right. So we got really lucky. Well, That's then amazing. what happened was they did the inspection and our roof is just shot. And then, then they a, say like roofs last 10 years. Yeah. How and, old is your house? 99. Okay. And the roof has never been updated since. Okay. So, yeah. So, there was a, a lot wrong. So, they lowered it like, you know, 15K. Well, that's what it and, would cost to fix it. But we were like, screw it. Just take it. Because this is too yeah. lucky. So, we just took it. And they move in Friday. And we move out Thursday night. And we're Oh, done. my gosh. Do you feel, do you feel sad? I did at first. I felt really, really sad. And I would get all, oh, this is my home. But now I'm kind of like so over moving and the stress of it all that I'm like, just yeah. get a, just get me out. Even though you're just starting to do everything this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just get me out. <laughs> well, no, because we've been trying to sell. So we yeah. had to get the house ready to sell first. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't even worrying about moving because we had a lot of issues that weren't like anything big, but they would have been if we were showing. Yeah. So things like flooring issues, a couple roof things that we did try yeah. to fix, garage stuff that took weeks for Jim to go through and fix. With okay. So that was more our number one issue in cleaning. Like, yeah, we're not very clean. I was going to be real. No, we need to hire a house cleaner. Okay. 
there's nothing wrong with admitting that if you we're going to and once we get like a permanent place we're gonna stay for a long time we're hiring someone okay like a monthly like person or something yeah because you know what when you're both messy like my thing is like Aaron and I we both pick up but like he's he's more of a neat freak than I am so like if the house is really clean, it's usually because Aaron went through and did it. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, but if you've Jan. got two of the same, though, mm-hmm. that are both kind of messy, like if you both can admit you're messy, like my husband or my best friend is married to a guy. They're both messy. Mm-hmm. They are so messy. Their house is so messy. And girl, you know it. Yeah, um, don't right. even get mad at me because you know it's true. She will openly admit like we're both messy. Like we don't pick oh, yeah, up. This place is hell like. We're yeah. animals. You're like, animals? Well, here's the thing, though. Jim is really good at cleaning when we have to. Like, oh, we're having a party tonight. Boom, I'm going to clean. Watch me. I'm like, like that. And he, That's in me. 30 minutes, will make it look like, oh, my God. It looks amazing. Does like, he just shove stuff in drawers, though? Ish. <laughs> but he's, yeah, kind of. It drives but me crazy when people do that. it looks really nice. Yeah, right? it looks nice but, until you open up drawers yes, or a closet. Everything falls on and you. And when you have a two-story... You yeah. can kind of hide things upstairs in the bedroom. Like, ah, oh, just sure. go stick it in the guest room. Stick it in the guest room. And you can't find it again. I know. Well, that's what I know. we did. And now that's yeah. another issue. You know, when we bought our house here in Grand Rapids, um, we sat down at the closing with mm-hmm. the owners. And they were passing over the keys to us. The wife got really emotional. And she says, she goes, yeah, you know, I'm really excited about our new home. She goes, but I had my babies in this home. This was my first house. And she got like all worked up. And I was like, bitch, give me the keys. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't care about your babies I in your it. house. I get it. Like, but give me your keys. Like, this right. is my new house. And I told her, I said, well, this is going to be the same for us. So, so we're going to have a family yeah. here. And it kind of made her like emotional. You think you'll get emotional if you leave it? I do. I was at very first because I think when we bought it, so much changes in such a short period of time when you're like in your 30s. Yes. That like we bought it when we were like 29 and he Jim was like 27 and we were like it was a really nice house, frankly. We for that age, are you kidding? Yes. Yeah, exactly. We, we kind of skipped the starter home, you know what I mean? We moved into a four bedroom nice house mm-hmm. in Rockford, right next to the high school, you know? We were like, right. in a good spot. So I think we moved in with the idea of, well, we're going to be here a really long time. Right. But then you get older, Income changes, life changes, and you realize, I don't want to be here that long. Right. I don't know if I even like, like, we didn't even know we liked the area anymore. We're so far yeah. north. Like, and that's the thing. Getting just to your house. You live in Grand Rapids. Yes. For me to get to you, it's like 30 minutes. Your house is far. It's far. I went to Rockford recently for a broadcast with this radio station, and I'm out there, and I'm driving, and I'm at Rockford in like six mile off Main Street. And I'm yeah. going, oh my God, this is far away. I at one point considered living in Rockford. Not anymore. Oh yeah, it's we, too far. We'll from never the city. go back. If we're gonna, yeah. we, Jim even said that he's like, we want it. We we work in Grand Rapids. We live in Grand Rapids. Why? Why right. do we want to live up north? Right. And that's so. We're, we're in this closing with this lady, and she's like crying about this. She's like, make sure you take care of my plants. And it was very weird. That's and weird. I thought, bitch, that stuff's already dying. But, yeah, bitch, that's just dead. I know. But either way, it made me think. And I was talking to Jackie about this yesterday when we were texting. Like, I feel like moving. Is A, an emotional roller coaster. It is. And B, like Jackie was saying, you try and plan for things in your life. You moved into this house. Mm -hmm. You thought this was going to be a place that you were at for the next 10 years. Right. But life happens. And I think about like when I was a kid and my parents, when my parents moved from Indiana to Michigan, I thought my life was over. How old are you? I was just turning 14. Oh, okay. So you were old. I started high school in Michigan. 
Oh, okay. But and had been in middle school and everything else in yeah. Indiana. We lived in this house since for like 10 years that was in Indiana in the middle of the corn, but it was, it was a ranch brick house and we had it forever, but we had a lot of land. We had like three acres. Oh, wow. My dad, we had a strawberry patch next door, like next in the side yard. They ripped it all up and my dad cemented a full size basketball court in our side yard. Like full size. Full size. Yes. This isn't like some joke. No. Like you had a huge. Yes. Then... He put like an above ground pool there too. Like on the other side. It was tight. And then, I mean, it was the most fun house in the world. And that's my parents. Like, I don't think my dad came from a lot. So he used to compensate with, I'm going to give you guys the best life and you're going to have the the most fun. Yes. So that's what they did. And when we had to leave that, oh my God, my life was ending. And you're 14. So your life was ending no matter what happened. Oh my God, I have no (laughs) friends. I'm going to high school. What am I going to do? Like it was, it was so much like for the love of God, dad, I'm sorry. Cause I'm sure that I was the biggest ass on the planet. <laughs> but my boyfriend, like you had a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that big a deal. I let him grab my boobs. Like it wasn't... I never had a boyfriend in middle school. <laughs> It was. I don't think I liked boys then. No, it wasn't. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say it was my boyfriend. Like we talked and liked each other, but anyway. And I let him grab my boobs. I never said I was a role model, girls. <laughs> but when the, I have never done an impression of my thirteen-year-old self until today. You were really annoying. I was the effing worst, dude. <laughs> But I don't know why we're laughing so hard. When I moved, Rachel I was like, taking off her sweater. She's sweating. You took her sweater off. I shaved my armpits today, so I figured it was all right. But she's gonna spit her water. Wearing a tank top. It's thirty degrees outside. I had a sweater over top of it, dumbass. It's covered my arm. <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you were 13, what did you worry about? Uh, the your, jaw, my jaw expander that kept getting food stuck your, in. <laughs> your jaw expander? I had a jaw expander in because my jaw was too small. So it was on the top of my teeth. It was cemented in so you couldn't take it out. Oh my God. And you had to turn a key, right? Like you stuck the key in the room. You had a key to your expander? Yeah. So my, I couldn't do it myself. So my mom would have to, I had to lay down on the ottoman with my head back oh, over the edge. Jackie. Put my mouth really wide. And my mom would stick a key in it. And then you push it, you crank it back one, two, three, and it slightly opens like this. It just kick, kick, kick. Yep. And it expands your jaw. Well, the idea is you do that once a week. My mom thought Jackie, it was- Jackie, get over here, lay down on the bed. We got to expand your jaw. <laughs> my mom thought she was supposed to turn the key every day. So she did it every day until my jaw. People tease me about having a really wide mouth. That's it's because your it's over-expanded. <laughs> I'm not lying. It's over-expanded. And I'm when I went in- crying. I went in and the orthodontist went- <gasps> They said, <laughs> my teeth were like each gapped apart like a full inch, every tooth. And I was like, hi. And then the orthodontist goes- well, that really worked. And I go, yeah, my jaw went a key. It really hurt. And they go, it should only hurt the first day. I go, but I didn't do it again the next day and it hurt. And, and they were like, wait. The next day? Yeah. <laughs> Your mother yeah. put the key in. 
you know what? Round of applause, mom, for listening yeah. to the yeah, freaking orthodontist. The directions. I could take a straw, like a full straw, and go between my two front teeth, like in and out, in and out, without touching my teeth. My teeth are also after part. Holy but Toledo. they said the good news is you'd rather be overexpanded than not expanded because once you put braces on, it's way easier when your teeth are not crowded to put them the way you want them <laughs> oh than God. if they're overly crowded and try to pull them apart. Oh so, yeah, n- now I've got a cool yeah. smile. Meanwhile, Jackie's getting her keener expander turn and mm-hmm. I'm crying at home because I have to move to and Michigan. I get, like if I eat a si- it, so it connected <laughs> molar to molar with like a. A bar across I've the roof of my them. mouth. Yeah. So I would eat like a sandwich, and the breath would get stuck between the roof of my mouth and the bar. And I'd be like, ah, 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 ah. How <laughs> cool would you say you were? <laughs> I was the least <laughs> cool person you've ever met. <laughs> it was horrible. The thing was horrible. I can't and believe you had a key. To it your- was so. It was so like. Because it's cemented to your molars across the roof, right? Mm-hmm. So it was so thick that my, this is how far I could close my teeth. Oh my gosh. So I, like maybe like I a half inch. I couldn't even close my teeth. Yeah. So I oh, just always open. Wow. Yeah. I drooled oh my everywhere. God. My pillow was gross. Oh my <laughs> That's That's vile. I can't believe my parents love me. Yeah. I was gross. I was gross. Oh my gosh. Wow. My mouth hurts, mom. Oh my God. When I had to move to Michigan, I thought my life was ending. And then we moved to Michigan, and I moved to the east side of the state over in Metro Detroit area. I was like, cool. You had all these friends and stuff. Yeah, and two of them I stayed close with. Even now, I'm 31 years old, and they're still, like, my closest friends I've known since I was, like, six or seven. I see them every Christmas, and they come see me every summer. But then when I moved, I was like, oh, man, I got this. This is terrible. Like, I remember starting school the first day. You know what happened to me the first day of school? I'm in freshman orientation, and I'm standing there. And Lindsay Hart, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, because I know she lives in the area now. Um, She's been listening to us and me on the air since I moved over here. She, freshman orientation, I don't know anybody, I'm brand new, my parents just moved to Michigan, and they're herding us into the auditorium like cattle. And I look, and there's this blonde girl, and she's like doing the choking symbol, like, she was choking in line. Like, really choking? Legit choking. Remember cream savers? Remember those things? Yes. Like the swirly lifesavers? Yeah, she was choking on one of those. Why and do I you had remember just taken the CPR class in eighth grade. He <laughs> said, I can do this. Everyone step aside. Oh, yeah, you were cool. <laughs> I gave her the Heimlich. No, you didn't. I saved her life. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was 14. No, you didn't. <laughs> didn't we do an episode about saving people's lives? You never brought this up. I do not recall ever doing an episode about this. I've never told you about this. No. I don't remember this. Oh, maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. I thought we talked about the time I saved someone's life. <laughs> I know we did. <laughs> I know we did. Maybe I just let you share your story. Maybe. But yes, That's I, I did. I, cropped, I popped a cream saver out of her throat. That's and the then one. I was the coolest girl in school. No, I'm yeah. That made you cool? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was really embarrassed. I was like, oh God, I'm the new I'm the girl. weird girl that just attacked her with my Heimlich. <laughs> It's exactly right. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's atta- she runs off. <laughs> Turn I'll around! I got you. it. I'll Clear the room. You. Step aside. She needs room. <laughs> All right, need to tilt her head back. <laughs> mouth, mouth. Oh my god! Uh, it's serious. It's seriously a true story. <laughs> The weirdest story oh I've my ever god! Heard. So I moved to Michigan. I get a new house there. I live in that house for like, oh my god! How long was I there? And to carry the four, 
Like seven years. Carry the four. I don't know how long I was there. I want to say it was like seven years. And then the downturn happened, like in the housing market. Mm-hmm. My parents work in the housing market industry. And um, after that happened, we had a house on the east side of the state that was like on the lake. Mm-hmm. And we had a boat, too. And it was like my favorite place in the world. I remember you telling me then you had to sell the house. We had to sell the house. We sold the house and the boat in the Didn't same you weekend. you like a biggity bitch about it? Like you cry? Like, oh, no, no. I was not a biggity bitch about it. I was, how old was I? I was 21 when we sold that house. Okay. I remember the day we sold the house and the day we moved out and the day my dad sold the boat because it all happened in the same weekend. Like right there, one weekend, yes. boom. And I was sitting in the garage with my mom and I was sitting on the John Deere tractor and she was sitting in a chair, probably smoking a cig. And <laughs> we both started crying oh we loved that home moving to michigan was like the best thing that could have right. happened to our family we loved it more than anything and we had to move because right. you had no choice it was either that or my parents blew their retirement and my parents ended up renting a house for two or three years and i remember the day we left because i was very emotional i was so upset I remember my brother was upset too and my dad like sat me down he's like listen this is just a house. Yeah. This will move. The feelings that you have about this house will move. This this right. is just a house. Home is not just a house. You know, right. it's, it's all of us together because my parents have been married like 34 years. And I found out that day that he was full of crap. Um, <laughs> that was my home. Like, I right. miss that house to this day. And I had some of the best times of my life at that house. And now that, like, I'm a homeowner, like, I want that right. for myself. But I was thinking about when you were telling me about moving yesterday, like, I think I would be emotional. But I'm an emotional basket case anyway. But did I you have a house like that when you were a kid? Uh, kind of, so, okay. We, my family's from Lansing. Yeah. And we, my parents grew up there their whole lives, born and raised. And then my dad got a job and he had to move to Kalamazoo. Okay. So when I was two and a half, my sister had just been born maybe like eight months before that. Uh-huh. We moved to Kalamazoo. And that's where we, obviously, I grew up and lived. Yeah. So we, the first house we lived in, so I was like two, we had till I was 15. And that house was on Winter's Drive on the, like, it's like right next to the Kalamazoo Airport. Do you know where that's at? Uh, Kalamazoo Air Zoo. Oh, yeah, I know where the Air Zoo is. Okay, it's literally a block from the Air Zoo. Okay. And it was right on the border of Kalamazoo and Portage, because my mom wanted us to go to Portage schools. So that's where we lived. And it is, at the time growing up, I never thought it was a small house, ever. It never even crossed my mind that I was in a small house because that's all I knew. That's what I was raised in. Yeah. It was a matchbox. It was the really? smallest house I've like ever seen. Like how small? 800 square feet. Oh my gosh, like my first apartment. Yes. It was like the size of the apartment we used to live in when I lived across the hall from you. Okay. It was tiny. We had three bedrooms, but my sister's room was like a closet. Okay. So it was like you walk in and when you open the front door, you're in the living room. Boom. The living room. Really? No entryway. And then right straight from the living room is a dining room. All pretty much one room. You know what I mean? Yeah. A tiny kitchen. And then there's a bathroom that is like a rectangle. Uh-huh. So on the it's other long. side of the bathroom is my bedroom. Okay. Next to that's my mom's room and then my sister's little closet room. She had one hallway. One hallway. Yeah. Tiny little box house. And I lived there almost... Until fi- I was 15. And that's okay. all I knew. And I, was but we had a house. cool pool. So oh, damn. See, that's what backyard, parents don't realize. It's the amenities. Right. So we had, <laughs> our backyard was cement. Yeah. We had one of those giant trampolines. 
And you were the family with the trampoline? Oh, yeah. I don't know, oh, Jackie. We love the trampoline. Despite the space expander, you're getting a lot cooler oh, yeah. quicker. <laughs> then, like, the way it worked was, so we had the cement, the trampoline. Yeah. And then there was, like, a chain link fence. You go over the chain link fence, and then we had a set of, like, wood stairs that go up to this really big amount of property with a giant in-ground pool. Holy crap. A giant deck my dad had built that had, like, lawn chairs and everything, like, on a cruise ship. And then we had two pole barns that we had, like, pool toys in and, like, a tree house my dad had built up there. It was cool. I feel like you and I had it kind of the was same cool. upbringing. <laughs> yeah, it so sounds cool. So we loved that. But as we got older, the less we used the pool, really, because none of our friends lived where we lived. Everyone lived kind of yeah. farther away. And my parents worked full time. And it's just you and your sister, just right? Just me and my sister. Yeah. So we used it religiously all summer. Then as we got older, a little less. As we got older, a little less. Well, we because older, you started less. to grow up, you had your yeah, lives, you, you got your driver's license, you started working. Well, I didn't get my driver's license when I lived there. So then my parents, my mom and dad are very control freaks. Like, they make the rules. They decide what we're doing. We have no say. So they had mentioned once, we might look for a house. They'd been looking for a house. Our house sold. They found a house. My mom literally packed up everything without anyone's help. Didn't make anyone help her because she's kind of a control freak. I did not do, I didn't lift a finger. Dad didn't lift a finger. Danny didn't lift a finger. She did everything. She did everything by herself, moved out of our house. And then one day they said, okay, time to go to the new house. And we drove. You didn't even know that like they had a new house. We knew that, that they we would be looking. moving soon. We knew that we were going to get a different house, but it kind of felt like we never really were because the idea was weird. Like we're going to, where are we moving to? Uh-huh. And so we moved across town, still in Portage, still Portage Northern School District to a different neighborhood. Yeah. To a house that was at least double, if not triple the size of this Matchbox house. Now, that's not, it's still not huge. Right. But compared to what we were in, I was like, we're living in a mansion! <laughs> like, yeah. it was crazy. And it had a neighborhood pool, which was really cool. Like, everyone in the neighborhood would go to the pool. That's like, the teenagers. It was cool. So, and that's where they live now still. So, when they moved into that house, you were like, holy crap, Yeah, I'm change. like, now we're like millionaires or something. Right. No, we, were living, we went from living in like a yeah. $60,000 matchbox to living, it was early 90s, 80s when we bought it, yeah. to living in like a really nice, nor, like your basic house. Like yes. a house, I don't even know how to, like who to compare it to, but a, a ranch. Average nice, normal Average house. normal yeah. house. Yeah. That's wow. And you know, this is funny how things like that stick out in your brain. Right. You know, that's But now I true. can't imagine for the life of me going back and living even now in a place that small. I know. And you know how many people do it? Like, oh, yeah. So many people. My mom do told it. me the other day, she said, this three bedroom apartment you're moving into is bigger than the house you grew up in on Winter's Drive. So don't, like, we did it then. That's wild. Yeah. Only, we only had one bathroom for four of us. One bathroom. We only had one bathroom for four of us. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And now we have we have two full bathrooms at the apartment. Right. So it's like, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think. And sometimes, and I was I was talking about my grandpa, I was talking to my grandpa about this because my brother and his wife built a new home with my dad's company that they have. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandpa says to me, it's like they just bought a house that somebody would get well into their 30s. Mm-hmm. Like they never, you know, and they're 27, same age right. as you were with Jim. And the thing that kills me is like, he's right. Most people, and I think like maybe the older generation is probably like appalled by stuff like that. Right. They're used to starter homes. But with the market and everything else these days and the way jobs work, it's not really. It's not. People do. No, it's not feasible. But you think about it, though. You ever drive through like those old neighborhoods in East Grand Rapids, which is like the bougie part of town. Mm -hmm. You drive through there. Those houses are all small. 
Yeah, because but back in the way day, more money than I would spend on my house. Yes, exactly. Well, because of the area. But I, I mean, you look at it, those houses are some of them are tiny. I only yeah. know that because my parents were house hunting here for a right. while. But yeah, some of them are just tiny because people didn't need all that back right. then. Right. I think about the stuff that people needed back then, and I look at like what my great grandparents had. Everything they had was small. Everything was being reused. I mean, they were children of the Depression, so it was a little bit different. But like everything, Aaron's grandparents. Aaron's grandparents have a smaller house on the east side of the state in the Clarkston area, and they never did a single update to that house. You know what they did? They bought up north. Oh, yeah. And they had places up there. They didn't care that they didn't have right. new things or bigger things right. and stuff like that. I feel like we're twisted in that way because I'm already over here like, I've been in my house for three years. I want a new place. Well, what's funny about it is, you know, we did the same thing. Like I told you when we moved in, we were like, oh, we're going to be here forever. Like Jim used to say, I'm going to die in this house. He used to make that <laughs> joke all the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was in our price range, but it was expensive. And we're like, yeah. Well, and we're like, yeah. Well, now... You know, four years later, Jim's like, meh, I want out. Yeah. We're, we're next. So I'm kind of looking forward to not being tied down to anything. I don't blame you. Like, I think it's going to feel nice to be like, we don't, we can go wherever we want. Yeah. I can go wherever I want. It don't matter. And you'll be able to reorganize a new place. Right. I get excited about the that. The one thing about owning a house that is really hard, we learned, is you're tied down to that house. You have the house. Yeah. Like every, like no one, you take care of it. There's a storm. Yeah. You yes. have to do all the, you know what I mean? You have to you pick gotta up all the branches. You got to mow the lawn. You got to mow the lawn. <laughs> you got to snow blow the like, driveway. You forget sometimes, like when, I have a lot of friends I have seen on Facebook lately that have that same post of, look at we're adults, we bought our first house. Like a lot of Michiganders, or at least in West Michigan, I feel like they think they're not successful if they don't own, like you have to own a house. Right. Like why are you renting? You need to, you need to own a house. Mm-hmm. That's true. To some extent, you're better off owning a house, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not financially ready to own a home, don't go buy some crap tiny house because you think it's better financially. Right. It not, it's not necessarily better because you're yeah. going to be stuck in there for a while. But on the flip side of that, you just made 40 grand in your house. I got very lucky. Yeah. And this Jim and market, I put a lot of- are moving here Jim so and quick. I put a lot of work into our house to make that. And that's the thing. That you we, have to have the extra money to, to do that. all new flooring. I we, did that too. The entire house. We did all new countertops, all new backsplash. We had to do power wash- the whole house outside and the yeah. power wash. It took hours. We had to do a bunch of, you know, gro- like roof work, yeah. garage work. It wasn't like we. it's in the same condition and we bought it. I'm glad you don't feel sentimental about it, though. It seems like you're fine. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool house, but peace, yeah. I, can, I can get better. That's exactly right. And I think that, like... I think about like emotional ties and that woman who was crying when she handed me over the keys to her house and like, I get it, but I love change. I love the exciting. I love the new. I love to redecorate it. Oh my God. What am I going to do with this kitchen? You know, that's that's me. Me I like that stuff. And I like, I like evaluating my inventory. And mm-hmm. like of what is in the home. Do I need this? Do I not need this? Do I need a new table for behind I my like couch? I that we're throwing so much stuff out. Like it almost goodwill, feels good to purge things. sometimes. Oh, it feels awesome. We like that we're fitting everything we own in one U-Haul and we're like, yeah, we're out of here. Is it? Everything? Oh, yeah. Do they? We got the biggest you, size U-Haul you can get, but. Yeah. But still, did you, I mean, did they want anything in the house when they took it over? I didn't say anything. No? Mm-mm. Yeah. Did you leave What your, would they want? I mean, I don't know. Like the window treatments. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Window treatments and curtains we had to leave. Oh, you did leave the curtains Mm -hmm. too? People wanted that when when we got our house. I know. It bummed me out because our curtains were really, really, really expensive. Really? Like how expensive? I don't know. A couple hundred bucks. 
damn. Like we bought nice curtains. We wanted. We have a lot of windows. You not. You never been to my house, but yeah, a lot. We're like our whole living room and kitchen is all floor to ceiling windows. And okay. Then we have a side room that is a giant bay. The whole wall is a window. That's amazing. So you need curtains on all that. Yeah. So we bought really nice big curtains because you're looking at them all day. Right. But because of the windows, people are like, oh, we need to keep the curtains. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling good about moving because I felt like you were really stressed out yesterday. Well, I'm stressed out because, okay, so backing up, yesterday I'm at work, I'm trying to do my thing, and I'm on air, then all of a sudden my phone rings, and I didn't take it because I was on the radio. And then it rings again, I'm like, who is this? It's daycare. Greenlee's got a fever, someone's got to come get her. Oh, you got to be kidding me. So Jim goes yeah. and gets her, and he calls me and says, I signed this paper saying I wouldn't bring her back for at least 24 hours because she her fever was 101 or higher. And I'm like, I look at the clock. It's 4. So she can't go back till tomorrow at 4? How are we going to get anything moved? What? So I'm trying to figure out how That's we're going to work. That's stressful, yeah. yeah. So it's not, I'm not stressed out about moving. I'm stressed out about getting my crap out of this house Your for the new owners. Your situation with the baby, too. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm not stressed about moving into this new apartment. That doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I'm stressed that everything needs to be out of the house for the new owners to move in. Like, everything has to be out. I have yeah. to. They have the keys and the title tomorrow. What time? Like, 10 a.m. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. We're, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It it's will be fine. It's just more like, uh, we need to get this crap out of here. Right. No, well, absolutely. Like, we're not keeping anything. We're not keeping our kitchen table. We're not keeping our couches. Nothing. We're what are you doing with it? Goodwill. My God, really? It's not nice. You don't. No, nobody no. wants it. It's not nice. Well, somebody will Goodwill will like it. Like our couch needs to be thrown out. Why? It's bad. It's a pleather couch from Big Lots. All the pleather. Oh, I've seen those. All the pleather's torn off from the dog's nails and the cat. Yeah. So there is no pleather on it. It's like the fabric underneath the pleather. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's like peeled off. No one's going to buy that from Goodwill. (laughs) No one's going to want it. We're just throwing it out. It's stupid. Well, if you need a pleather couch that's been worn in, not worn look in, there is no pleather. Jackie Green at 1053hotfm.com. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> well, I think it's great that you're doing your thing and that you've been able to sell the house so quickly. Yeah, and we're it's looking, amazing. you know, the next two years, we'll, pro- we'll buy again. Yeah. You know, we're not, this isn't like forever. Yeah. It's more just for now. And I'm not really concerned because, I don't know, I just think it'll be fun for a couple of years. It is, it's so fun. And, about the house. Okay. Yes, it is going to be fun. And I'm excited to have you closer to the city. Me too. Because you have been so far away. Like Jackie said, We're we right hang out. I've never now. been to her house. Right. We'll be right off M6. It's like right. 10 minutes versus 30. That's amazing. So that's going to be a big difference. Even getting to work, it's like 15 minute drive instead of 30 minute drive. Right. And it's just like. I is Greenlee going run. to the same daycare? Same center, different location. Okay. So you were able to stay with that chain. Yeah. So we can stay with the chain. Is it close? One mile. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, and so let's Jim's be office honest. is only one mile from there too. Jim's work is that close right. too? Okay, well, our thing so is, this we is like to buy a house in Caledonia in the first place because Caledonia schools are really growing and they're yes. really good. The area is really nice. But the problem is the houses with this market, people were asking for a house pretty much what we already lived in, three thirty. We didn't pay three thirty right. for our house. I gotta tell you that much. Nowhere near that. The amount of jump in this market has been incredible. That's why my dad's company's building yeah. over here because they're selling. I mean, it's oh, incredible. Yeah. My parents just sold their house in right. the Lansing area. They just bought a house over here, over near Granville, Wyoming area. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. Like the the things that people are the mo- the amount of money that people are asking for homes in this, this market crazy is insane. It's crazy. Like you two sixty well, for a ranch neighbors- that needs to be fully updated. Oh yeah. 
some of our neighbors, I haven't been inside, so the inside could be balling. But we live in one of those neighborhoods where every house is the exact same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Cookie cutter. That's what I call it. Built in 1999 and by, this, by these builders that literally built boom, 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 boom. And every yeah. house is identical. And they listed them for like over 300. I'm going to wow. tell you right now, mine was not sold for that. Over 300 or? They listed theirs for that. Mine's not sold for that. Really? Way less. Way less. Well, sounds like these people got a good deal. It's probably why they pounced on it. Yeah, well, or they're not selling. I mean, my house sold. Theirs didn't. Oh, okay. Who got the good deal? They're asking too much, they're you're saying. Too I, much. You I don't saying know. That's just what I think. I, yeah. If any of your neighbors are listening, it's no offense. I don't know. I don't know real estate. <laughs> I don't know you, but hey. I, well, I don't. I, I know yeah. my realtor walked through and told me what he thought the house was worth, and it's 50000 less than what you listed your house for. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just, oh what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, good luck. I'm sure it'll be great. It'll be fine. I'm excited I'm not, to see your new place. I just need to get the hell out of this. You got place. it. I told you if you need me to watch Greenie, I will. Um, we have to play FMK today. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh, oh I've got it. I got okay. It. Uh, the Men of Saved by the Bell. Okay. Which so. was because we were talking about old homes. I yes. remember going to the old winners drive home and watching Saved by the Bell every day after school. Okay, then we'll straight so we up nineties edition we got kids. Screech Powers. Yes. Zach Morris and AC Slater. Hey, big mama. <laughs> Let's do um, it. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. I am I'm banging Zach. Okay. Yeah. Only because he looks like a Ken doll and like I can get into that. Um, but <laughs> I thought you'd be more of an AC guy. No, I'm going to marry AC because he seems like he would A, not cheat on me, and B, he's like kind of protector-like. He is. Yes. And Screech, a.k.a. Dustin Diamond, is dead because he has a really gross porn that I once saw stills of. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually ran into him once in Canada. What? Uh-huh. Oh, you told me that story. Yeah, he was getting in a you cab told in me Windsor. That story. And I was like, Screech! <laughs> He probably didn't want it. He just it. turned around and waved and was like, man, who's that drunk bitch and got it's in the car? It's me, car. Screech. Yeah, it's me. All right. I'm I'm also killing Screech. Good. See ya, buddy. Peace out. You're like, oh, ugh, nothing I know, for you. and I love how they tried to make Screech, I'm, like, tender on the show. Yeah, no. No. He's not tender. He's no. Ten, he's ugh. Um, Screech, you dead. Um, AC, I'm banging AC. Yeah. I'm banging AC Slater. Because he's got that wrestler body that you're into. He's just like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what it is. He's, he's good Wasn't he a wrestler? Dude. I don't know. I think he oh, was. Oh, yeah, he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. And then I'm marrying Zach Morris. Okay. Because I had like a lifetime crush on Zach Morris. I was, Did you? you know, I was a 90s kid. Yeah. Like, that was my Do you know there's a whole Facebook group that's called Zach Morris is an asshole? What? Yes, and it it dissects episodes of Saved by the Bell and shows like what a jerk he was. Do you remember the episode with the girl in the wheelchair that he dated that he met on the hotline? Oh, like, yeah. It was, it's like this whole thing. And when you're watching it as a kid, you have no idea that that he right. was a jerk. Right. Like he like there's a scene where he like wheels her in. He's like, step aside. She's in a wheelchair. Like he announces it. <laughs> I'll show it to you. It's really funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, now maybe I need to change my mind. No, I'm sticking with what and I And before we wrap up the podcast, I do want to say a special thank you to the emails, to the messages I've received. People are finding hair in their butt crack. What? <laughs> I've gotten a few people that messaged me and said, you've never found a hair in your butt crack. And I said, <laughs> hell no. A few weeks ago, we talked about this. My butt crack like, is hair free. Dude, I pull it's hair from my head. It's not like I have like, you know. Some furry crack, but like it's from my hair, comes down, falls my butt crack in the shower, and we got a lot of messages from people saying they also get it. So I'm I'm shocked. Let me see that butt crack. (laughs) Let me see that butt crack. (laughs) So thank you. And if you want to hit us up, make sure you look for Gray Green Show on Twitter. Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com. 
all that jazz. And uh, thanks to Urban Obsession, I actually have to go see Heather to get my hair done. Oh, yeah. When are you going in? I know. I'm, I'm digging this blunt cut. I'm trying to go middle part here. Is it weird? No, I like the middle part. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's a little It's a I little like different. that you've been wearing it straight. You used to always curl it, and I like it straight. Time. I don't, I don't take the time to curl right. it in the morning anymore. I have an appointment next week, actually. Do you? Going in with Stephanie. Going to get my color Get touch. your cinnamon. Get my cinnamon. Okay, so Jackie's got the trendy cinnamon hair for the fall. Yeah. So if you want that, check out Urban Obsession, downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah, they're awesome. On Fountain Street. And right now, they're offering 25%, or I'm sorry, they're offering half off balayage services until what? the 15th. Okay, yeah. that's really good deal. Right. You have until the 15th to get that deal. Oh, so balayage is how I have my hair done. It's yeah. kind of like that painted on. It looks really natural. Uh-huh. I did cinnamon. It's balling and half off is sweet. Tell them yeah. Jackie and Rachel sent you. And, and we're out of here. That's it. We have nothing Bye. else to say. Bye. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.